This is the Wine of Life podcast. I'm Pastor Wes, and tonight we're going to be talking about the demonic nature of weathermen. Now, weathermen are something that really upset me, um, not because, not just because um, they're people without a conscience who generally um, are wrong 90% of the time that they speak, and they still get paid quite well for what they do, but because of another reason, um, that is that they are a symptom of something, a symptom of naturalism, a symptom of an adversarial perspective towards God, which is adversarial being satanic. So when we talk about um, what weathermen are really doing, is they are telling us something about what's going on within nature. They're telling us about creation. And they're telling it from a perspective of cause and effect. They're telling it from a naturalist perspective. Now, when I say naturalist, I'm using the definition that C.S. Lewis used in Miracles, um, in his book Miracles, early in chapter 2. The idea that nature is this entire system, this entire closed system that is based on cause and effect. Everything that is happening is happening because something else before it happened, and so on and so forth. And... They are teaching this to us on a regular basis, and we put our trust in these people. And there's a major problem with that, and it really affects our worldview. And it's a symptom of where we're at in our worldview, which is why I take such issue with weathermen, because what they are is they are prophets of the mediator. The mediator is technology, and technology stands between us and nature, and it, it did not used to be like that. Obviously, we've um, things have changed quite significantly within the modern world. But why that's important is is that our mediator always determines our truth. The way that we understand truth is always determined between our mediator. So, um, when we uh, discuss, let's say Israel, the mediator between. God and Israel to give them the law were the angels. Uh, the angels gave Moses the law in uh, Deuteronomy 33.2, which Paul then uh, discusses in Galatians 3.19 and 20. And the angels were uh, principalities and powers that were created by God himself. Now, the mediator between the Gentiles was nature. And nature was something that was also created by the hand of God himself. The difference that we are in now in the modern world is, is that God did not directly create technology. Uh, God's creation, which is man, has made technology and made technology to its own purposes. And so the, having, having technology as a mediator between us and nature uh, then removes us from who God is, because in nature, uh, it says that the wrath of God is uh, revealed to us from the heavens against those who would suppress the truth. Uh, this is in Romans uh, 1, 18 through 20, and that the things within nature itself allow us to perceive divinity, but we can't really perceive it in the same way anymore because um, we are not affected or are, um, we are not sort of enslaved to the issues that would occur within nature. 
because we have technology to protect us from that. So we don't worry about when we grow things or not. Things are grown on a mass scale and then uh, redistributed throughout where we live within the modern world. So we worry more about if the shelves at Walmart are filled rather than what's happening within nature to allow the crops to grow or what season it is to get whatever types of meat we want. Um, so there's a mediator between us and creation. Now, it should not be that way because we are also part of creation. So we have segregated ourselves from creation. And the symptoms of that are then the sort of experts that dictate to us what the technology is telling them about our creation. And weathermen are that, are that symptom. They are the prophets to the priestly technology, right? Now, there was a time when it was not like that. And so as we move further away and we get this naturalistic perspective, when we push God farther out from the external world, we end up pushing God farther out from the internal world as well. And um, Kierkegaard talks about this in, um, not in Philosophical Fragments, but the one that uh, came out, the postscript to Philosophical Fragments, uh, in his part two, where he talks about people don't see God in the thunder anymore. They don't see God in the events. They see an imminental events that are cause and effect. So they're pushing God away. What does it mean then uh, to have a sort of an inward experience of the fear of God? As we push God out of nature, we push God away from ourselves as well. And when we think about what truth is within creation, we have some odd things because we think about nature in a very mechanical way. It's in a cause and effect, and that's how it happens. We don't think about God's judgment. We don't think about God's will. We don't think about God's prophecies in the events that are occurring. I mean, could you imagine a, a weatherman coming on TV and saying, this is going to ha- you know, it's going to, it's not going to rain for the next week. And him saying, how about we all get together and pray for rain this week? He would be fired on the spot because the technology has read the forecast that is going to happen because of all of the events that are occurring within nature. And they read it mechanicalistically and saying that let's pray to something outside of the system that is nature would make him seem like a nut job, right? People would make fun of him. So we don't do things like pray for rain anymore. Now, in the Bible, they did pray for rain. Um, they did see God in the thunder. And so the nature itself taught them things about God. We read that in Psalm 19. We read that in Psalm 104. And when we read something like Jeremiah 23, 23 and 24, that is chapter 23, verse 23 and 24, uh, God says, I am in all the earth. Uh, when we read Acts 17, 28, it says that man has his being. He lives, he moves, and has his being in God. That's what Paul says. So, there are, two, there are three aspects then of truth when we're thinking about nature. One is the proposition of truth, obviously, the statement about what is actually happening, which, you, which are just so, sort of the brute facts. And that's one of the good things we have about science is that it, it can give you data 
and it can give you the brute facts, but it doesn't give you the quality of what's going on. It can't give you meaning in any way. So when we look at nature, we should see two other aspects, not just that there's a propositional truth about what's happening, say, the thunder roars, but that the thunder roars providentially, that God's providence is in the creation itself. Um, That is, that we are all moving, we are all being... Everything that we are and everything that is happening is actually happening within God because He is all in all. And He is everywhere and His, his Spirit is moving through everything. Psalm 104.30 um, And the third part to that, so there's proposition, there's providential. The third part to that is that it possesses potential. Uh, when we think about the garden, uh, that is where the tree of life was at the beginning of creation. Where does the tree of life end up? It ends up in the city. If we go all the way to Revelation 21-22, it ends up in the city. There was a progression of how God wanted his saints to interact with him. So we start out naked in a garden. We end up fully clothed, white robes, in light, in a majestic city in the presence of God. So there is a potential within creation, and there's a potential within us that moves us towards something else. So there's nothing wrong with technology. The issue is, is that are we, as humans, creating a technology where God is present in it? And I would say, no. We're separating God from our technology and allowing technology to be our mediator, when in reality, Jesus should be the only mediator between God and man, and we should not be separating that which God has joined together. We cannot be separated from creation. We are part of creation. Separating us gives us a false impression of of a level of control that we simply don't have. Um, And so there's a propositional aspect to it, there's a providential aspect to it, and there's a potential aspect to it when we talk about this stuff. And um, so that's my issue <laughs> when I think about weathermen, that they are the prophets of this mediator. And like I said before, our mediator will always dictate our truth. And Jesus Christ is supposed to be our only mediator. And creating all of these different levels in between us and God will always be a problem. We should not be separated from our creation because being separated from our creation separates us from a certain part of revelation that our creator has given us. We know who God is, not just through his word, but also through his creation. And that goes out, that was supposed to be the sign for the Gentiles to understand who God was, and also those who, before the, the revelation of the law that was given. So in all things that God made, we find that there's... Um, a revelation of who he is. So he made the angels, and that then gives the Jewish people an understanding of who God is. He made creation. That gives the Gentiles an understanding of who God is. Now we have made technology, and we have severed ourselves from creation, which cuts off a part of the revelation of who God is. And in doing that, we then start separating ourselves from his word that he's revealed to us. So and separating ourselves from his creation, we then place up as a God our technology that we've made, and we start separating ourselves from the Creator as we move forward. So just think about something like that, and I think about 
things like that. I mean, think about the way that Paul describes nature and creation in Romans 8. I think it's 18 through 23 or so. He describes creation as having a will. He describes creation as longing to be restored back to God, just like we are longing for our, our new bodies. We don't talk about creation like that. Creation is, is some sort of uh, separate mechanistic thing that is uh, based on appetite, that's based on uh, you know, the way things are supposed to work, death, renewal, and so on. Yet, the Bible doesn't speak about creation like that. It actually longs for things. Uh, it actually has a will. Uh, we would never speak like that in the Western world, but the Bible does. Of course, we don't want to move into a sort of pantheistic uh, perspective. There's still a transcendence between God and His creation, but He's still here. He's not far from us, and He moves and works in His creation to show people who He is. And the farther away we get from that creation, we end up with these prophets. And we take those prophets seriously. And it's a work of Satan uh, to separate us from our creation. And so that is why I've named this the demonic nature of weathermen. It's not because I strongly hate weathermen necessarily, um, but it's because there is this... uh, aspect where they are giving prophecies from the priestly caste, which is our technology today. And uh, they are our mediate our technology is our mediator between everything now. And that is something as Christians we need to change. We need to to think about the worldview that the Bible puts forward and we need to think about the way in which God has decided to reveal himself both in his word and in, in and in his creation. And so we should not be separating that which God has put together. We are part of this creation. We come from the dust of the earth. So whether men are an issue for me, uh, but I want you to think about these things uh, and think about the idea that our mediator defines what our truth is and think about what we are placing as our mediators today in our modern society. So that's my bit for today. Uh, remember to go to the website, uh, revjenkins.org, hit subscribe if you like it, um, and then we'll have some more content coming up as soon as possible. Happy New Year to everyone. We'll see you next time.